What's up, Wichita Wind Surge fans, and welcome back to another episode of the Surge Cast. I am your host. My name is Scotty German, and alongside me, as usual, is none other than the voice of the Wichita Wind Surge, Mr. Tim Grubbs. Tim, great to be here. We're yeah. Hard to believe we're past the midway point. I know we're on the second half, and uh, here we go. I mean, it's uh, this is what it's all about. You're in the dog days yep. of July here. And yeah, this is what uh, baseball season's all about. Man, there's still a lot of baseball left, though. The really is um you know this is my favorite time one of my favorite times of the year because we're on our own right yeah um uh, nfl training camp hasn't started yet college football hasn't started yet this is where the nba finals the stanley cup is over this is when uh, baseball has its own uh, podium for 40 days or so and uh, by the end of this month of course uh, <laughs> there's a lot else going on absolutely as we crank up for the fall and football season baseball is king right now right now and, and that's that's uh, that's my favorite part yeah and it's weird because i know if you come to the ballpark and you see our standings mm-hmm. it is the second half and we do show both numbers but you'll see a number that'll say five and five, and you're like, I yep. thought they've played more than ten games. Absolutely. Well, yes, we have. That's just the record in the second half, and then um, you know, in the first, and then we have the overall number, which is also there. What is also crazy about the start of the second half, we're a couple of weeks in. The two teams that won the first half are sitting in dead last place. Like they would, <laughs> you know? I, I talked to one of the guys from the Twins that I, I deal with, one of the uh, producers of the radio broadcast mm-hmm. for the Twins. And he's like, well, how are the two first-place teams now and dead last? Uh, you know, and, and it's not like it's been just three days. I mean, it's been a couple of weeks. I was like, you know, they've already clinched their playoff spot. I guess they're, you know, they already know what they're doing. Yeah, but I mean, we, like, They've even, also both had mu- massive player movement. There we go. That's what I was just which, getting ready to say. All, which we have, too. So, sure. I mean, everybody has it. It's Abs- minor league baseball. Absolutely. You guys, or you have guys that, I mean, I know we're, uh, here's a perfect time to talk about it. When, when it comes to the second half, uh, there is a, a futures game for the MLB All-Star game. Yes. Part of Major League Baseball All-Star Week, which is always evolving, you know, the Major League Baseball All-Star Game's been around for as long as baseball's been around, at least for the most part. They added the Home Run Derby yep. 30 years ago or so, and that's been a nice addition. They got the Celebrity Softball Game, which, you know, yeah. depending who it is, is a cool addition. Uh, you know, this year it should probably be pretty good. It's in L.A. Right. So I would imagine the best of the celebrities will be out sure. as part of that. And then the Major League Baseball Futures game, which can be anybody from single A, double A, triple A. You don't have to be from any specific level. You just can't be a major leaguer yet. Right. Each major league team submits a couple players, and Major League Baseball determines it. Sometimes it's not necessarily the best players in the organization because if every team in Major League Baseball's best players are shortstop, they're not going to have a Futures game <laughs> with 60 shortstops in it. You know, so, I mean, you have to kind of figure it out. But it, it makes its way out. We are very fortunate as a Twins affiliate to have two guys yep. that have both been in Wichita in 2022. Spencer Steer, yep. now at AAA, and Matt Wolner, yep. who is currently still here. And uh, I, I think for both of them, if you would have asked me on opening day, the Wichita Wind Surge will have a player or two. You said, all right, if you just asked the question, which player on that opening day roster will make the Futures game? Probably would have picked Austin Martin. Yep. Maybe it picked Simeon Woods Richardson. Mm-hmm. You know, there could have been a couple. I, I'm not sure I would have had Walner at the top. I probably Steer might either. not have been too far from my list. That would have been my number. It might have been my yeah. number three, now that I've said the other two names. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I'm happy for both. Both are well-deserved. And I know talking to Walner... After he got named, 
Mm-hmm. Dodger Stadium's pretty cool. That's I don't pretty care cool. where you're from. <laughs> you know, I mean, even if you're an East Coast guy or Midwestern, and guy, even if you hate the Dodgers, even, no, and I don't like the Dodgers. I don't either. But it's just a ballpark that I have watched my entire life. Mm-hmm. You know, watching big games there, whether it's Oral Hershiser, oh yeah, or you know Kirk Gibson's home run in the '88 World Series, or all of the current. You know, Dodgers that have rolled through there with Kershaw, etc. We've had some recent World Series there. Yeah. It's just an iconic ballpark. And for those guys to play at that stadium, I think yeah. it's really neat. Well, a lot of people don't even really know that it's actually one of the older uh, stadiums still left. I think it's third, third uh, yeah. behind Wrigley and, and Fenway. Fenway. Yeah. You know, Wrigley and Fenway are both really old. Yes. And, and they've been renovated multiple, multiple times. times. But uh, if I remember correctly, that I'm stadium, pretty sure it's I, three. It's either three or four and i can't remember i can't think of another one that i can't think of what would be what would be even close to it i can't either off the top of my head because kaufman is one of the oldest ones too Uh uh-huh kaufman's up there i just can't remember uh with detroit is then no no it's uh, dodgers much because detroit's only about 20 years old okay tiger stadium was retired around 2000 okay yeah so they play at comerica now the comerica um, which is a i say it's new to me it's new oh it's still new (laughs) but it's still it's 20 some years old but hey we saw what they did in atlanta and what they've done in arlington yeah they got rid of 20 year old ballparks that's correct so i guess i shouldn't say that it's new but um yeah dodger stadium of course was built when Brooklyn moved to LA. So right. it's, you know, and they've done major renovations. Oh, yeah. If you've never been there, pretty cool. Because, you know, yeah. when you hear the term Chavez Ravine, mm-hmm. I don't know if people really understand. Of course, I don't, I can't say it without thinking of Vin Scully's voice oh, yeah. doing it, but it's in like a valley, yeah. in a ravine. And if you come in, depending on what part of the ballpark you come in, obviously the outfield is level with the parking lot because you could see the cars parked oh, yeah. there. But if you come in the, Behind home plate, you come in at like level four. Oh, wow! Because it's built into a ravine. Oh, that's kind of weird. So you come in really high. Okay. Um. So it is kind of it's it's an interesting. I don't know what you call it, development or whatever. It's an interesting way to to come into a stadium and right. pretty cool place. But that's awesome. Now that now because uh, we were talking right before we started recording the episode, they used to have an all star game for for double A players and things like that, and it makes sense what you said, but. That's uh, it's not as I don't know. What do you think? It's not as appealing to a lot of players for that yeah, particular situation. Yeah, I don't know if it's gone forever mm-hmm. or if this is just a, a blip in the radar. Sure, they've had the Texas League All Star Game. They've had a Double A All Star Game where they would do all the Double A. You know, whether yeah. it would be Texas League All Stars and and then it would do American League versus National League like right. they do in the big leagues. But uh, you know, with COVID in 2020, we didn't play at all. Right, it was a easy elimination for 2021 not sure about travel and all that stuff and teams and players said hey let's it's nice to have the break but let's not schedule a game i don't know if it's coming in the future or not mm-hmm. but they decided not to i don't think there's anybody fighting for it really. no guys like to have the day off oh yeah um and i said day days off it's the only time all season as a broadcaster or as a player or as a coach where you'll have multiple days off in a row where you know you could fly home, mm-hmm. you know, and these guys have houses and yeah. communities, and some of their spouses families. and families are not here. Some of them are young that want to get back and see their brothers or their siblings or right. their, you know their mother and father and all that stuff. So they all can go wherever. The ones that are married or whatever, if they want to have or have kids, they want to make a trip to the beach for a couple of days yeah. or 
go to the mountains for a couple of days and just check out. Obviously, these guys, the wear and tear of a 138-game yes. baseball season can really break them down. And I, I, I think they're all looking forward to having a few days off and just kind of uh, – you know, unplug as the term that we yeah. use a lot of times now and, and just have, uh, you know, the mental health days, you know, where you yeah. can absolutely just get away from the game. Yeah. Somebody find me a guy that doesn't want to have a day off. I know. I mean, right? especially these guys, yeah. um, you see some of the bruises these guys have from foul balls, sure. especially catchers um, and from diving for catches, whether you're a shortstop or a middle infielder or an outfielder, I think, you know, they'll all come back recharged and ready to load up for the final, whatever it is after that, the final 50 days. Right. 50 games. And, and uh, with coming, uh, normally what ends up happening after the All-Star game in, in Major League Baseball is something called the trade deadline. Yeah. So so that ends up, uh, we may even see more movement than uh, the normal, at least at mm -hmm. this point in the season now. At least, you know, there's more playoff teams now. Yep. So it could be less movement, really? more movement. Okay. Um, there's more teams in it. Yeah, that's true. So by adding another playoff team, there's less teams that would be mathematically out of it or however okay. you want to look at it. Now there could be more teams that are like, you know what? We, we can't win a World Series with this team. We might be able to make that second wild card. Yeah. Maybe we should just check out and get rid of a player that we might lose to free agency this offseason anyway. And that's smart. It's going to be interesting to see how some teams play it. Sure. Um, obviously, that's obvious on what teams are going to be in it oh, yeah. and what teams are not. With us... The Royals got a shot, man, let me tell you. Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> mathematically, Tim. Mathematically. <laughs> the, um, we were the beneficiary of the trade deadline last year. Sure. Jose Barrios got traded from Twins to Toronto. We got Austin Martin, Simeon Woods-Richardson oh, yeah. on the back end of it. This season, the Twins are in first place. Mm -hmm. They looking for some bullpen help, looking for some pitching. Yeah, they're going to make some trades. Yep. Now, will that impact Cedar Rapids? Will that impact Fort Myers? Will that impact St. Paul? Will it impact Wichita? Somebody's getting impacted. I, if not, multiple teams or multiple minor league teams are getting impacted. Baseball doesn't allow you to tr trade draft picks. Right. So it's different than the NFL. It's different than the NBA. So you can't say we'll trade next year's first round pick to Oakland for XYZ pitcher. And and you gotta think of the personnel. You you have these these stud athletes that unfortunately are stuck in double A because of somebody in triple ahead, ahead of them and you don't want to do that to a player that could potentially be a star you just don't want to do that to them and so they have high value mm -hmm. and you can get something that's you know a, a better situation for you in a postseason situation and it's situation. better for the it could be better for the player too. exactly that's as much my, as that player wants to stay with the twins and stay in that organization exactly. if he's a double a player with us and he has a chance to be a triple-A player yeah. if he gets dealt to XYZ team. Mm -hmm. Why wouldn't you? And then if you're going to a rebuilding situation, you might end up in the big leagues even quicker. Correct. So um, and not, it, not a bad situation to be in for everybody involved. Right. And, you it, know, and it will impact our roster somehow, some way, I would assume. I do, too. Late I, July. I predict that it probably will. I mean, if you guys are sitting there at home and you guys are paying attention or you're going to the games and you're watching some of these players, I bet you there's at least one or two where you're going – Man, that guy's been here for a really long time. I really fully expected him to move up. And, you right. know, those and are those guys. It depends on what position. Like, I exactly. had some, a fan asked me, uh, I was on the concourse not that long ago. Andrew Bechtold has played in more games for the Wind Surge than anybody else. He's been a pretty good ball player. Yeah. 
He's a catcher. Yeah. There's only one catcher that plays every game. Mm -hmm. You know, at St. Paul, at the big leagues, you know, and every roster has two, a lot of times three, because you don't want to play back to back to back to back. You know what I mean? Sure. But I'm like, there's only two catchers at AAA, and there's only two catchers in the big leagues. So Beck's playing just about every day here. Mm -hmm. You know, he gets a day off every now and then, and Chris Williams gets back there, or Kyle Schmidt gets back there. But I was like... Yeah, he's probably content being here. Sure. You know, eventually he's going to move on up or, you know, but it's a tough spot. It's a lot easier for pitchers when you have 15 pitchers at spots at each level. If you're a pitcher that's pitching well here, well, there could be a spot at AAA because there's 15 more spots there. Exactly. And they've got the role. There's roles for you. Sure. You mean you don't want to just call a guy up just because you're like he's ready? Yeah. Let's get him up there and sit him on the bench. No, yeah. you want him to play every day and develop. Absolutely. That's what it's all about player development. Absolutely. Um, and speaking of uh, Andrew Bechtold, he had a he had a pretty good night a couple of nights ago. Uh, at uh, what was it? Was it Friday? Yeah, Friday. Friday night. Friday nights, uh, hit a game winner, man. Ambushed it. The yeah, dude. First pitch. You know that's a broadcaster's not not. I mean, it was ended up being an okay home run call. Sure. But I don't like when it's the first pitch. I've got to set the table. You know, you're sitting here. You're like sitting down. You're getting your napkin, putting it on your lap. Sure. You're getting ready to grab the fork and boom, first pitch. I'm like, oh, there we go. Yep. Game over. There it See is. You. But um, no, it was fun. And for him, it was his first walk off as a win search player. I've already mentioned he's played in more as a position player. He's played in more games than any other player yep. in franchise history. Now I know we're only in year two, but still, sure. He's got the most home runs in franchise history. Most hit. He's coming up on most hits. Most run. He'll he'll be he'll run the gambit here before long. But it was great for him to do it, and you saw a smile as oh, he yeah. ran around first base. It's so much fun. Helmet Those guys. Come, helmet, helmet comes, comes off. off. Guys are spraying each other with oh, bottled water and Powerade, etc. It's a lot of fun. And I think I agree with him though. A lot of times the first pitch is the prettiest one. Yeah, a lot of times it is. So. And you know, I mean, the, the the pitcher had walked the previous hitter. Mm-hmm. Wanted to get one over, get ahead. Yep. You know what do the stats say when you're ahead of a hitter? I mean, the numbers are the numbers don't lie. When yep. you're all one, chance of getting the guy out is pretty good. That's right. You want to throw a strike, and, and Beck so, didn't allow that to happen, and he hammered it. He to did. Left. We had a great crowd. They stuck around in the 11th inning because it was a fireworks night. Sure. You know, they're there to see fireworks. Absolutely. And uh, I think everybody had a blast watching him run the bases and the team celebrate. Yeah, we call that uh, we call that sitting dead red. Whenever, yeah. whenever you come up, you got a guy that, you know, obviously the extra inning starts with a runner on second base now, and he ends up walking the, the first batter of that inning. I don't care who you are. You go up sitting dead red, and if you're going to swing at it, you better put everything you got. And he did. He cleared. He cleared the berm over in left field. It, yeah. I think it bounced and hit the bathrooms. Is basically what he did. So he, <laughs> it was awesome. He he got all of it. But Absolutely. Really happy for him. And so right now, uh, we're coming off um, a series against the uh, Emerald Assad Poodles. Uh, I thought it was really cool. Our Turbo Tubs night, although we didn't win, uh, that's the first time, at least I've noticed this season, that they were also wearing their alternate name jerseys. Did you they were their Copa jersey that night. Oh, that's what it was. The pointy boots. The pointy boots. Which, uh, that's their Copa jersey. Okay. Um, They saw that we were wearing, you know, when the manager sends the card over, Mm -hmm. um, they saw we were wearing a retro, and 
as Bob Millette, you know, and I always joke around about, we had almost every color in the that's right, in, we in did the color wheel involved that night when they brought out the pointy boots, which have some pretty cool colors. Sure. Too. So I thought it was cool. You know, why not? Yep. You know, I mean, they saw we were wearing something different. Why not? You know, rather than wear their normal gray yeah. or their retro blue, mm-hmm. they went with the pointy boots, and uh, uh, that was cool. Bob was actually walking around with their GM because he was in town for yes. this particular series, and uh, it was it was Turbo Tubs night, and he. He made the comment to Bob after seeing our jerseys. He was like, I think we need to change our pointy boots. I don't think they're as cool as your guys. Yeah. Are. <laughs> well, Turbo Tubs is really cool. It's freaking awesome. I love them. Yeah. Uh, no, but, and Tumba Vacas is cool, too. But yep. Turbo Tubs, to me, that's if you want to know what jersey, I'm a big fan of it. Yep. That's, uh, same. That's the one. And I love, you know, we were talking about it in the office the other day, um, that the guys accessorize. Oh, yeah. They're not just showing up with their black shoes with the turbo sure. tubs. They're getting they're getting shoes fun. to match, and they got the batting gloves, and they'll put the the wristbands of on. Of course, they the would. Multicolor. I like that. I, I, I think it's cool that the guys are, are are playing along with it. Yep. And then uh, we ended up having another uh, Tumba Vacas night mm-hmm. Saturday night, which is always a, a fiesta. And we got awesome. one more left. Uh, yeah, we had one uh, washed out earlier in the years, so. This was supposed to be the last one, mm-hmm. but we're going to play one late in the month against the Royals affiliate. That's good. Northwest Arkansas. So if you didn't see Tumba Vacas, there's one that final weekend in July against the Royals affiliate, the Naturals. Uh, but right now, as this episode is airing, uh, we've got the Arkansas Travelers in town. This is going to be the uh, the last series of a two-game straight uh, yeah, home two week. Straight, uh, yeah, two straight, 12 straight games. There so you this go. is great. And that's awesome. Uh, and then that's, I, I think, at the end of that series, I think we've got a couple of makeup games, if I remember correctly, and then the All-Star break. Is that what it is? Or just the rest of the series against the Travs. It's okay. actually not even makeup games. We've got oh, okay. just a six-game against the Travs um, next weekend. I mean, this weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. There you go. And then we take four days off, um, and then we open up the s- after the break. I always like to say the second half, but we're already in the second half. yeah. We're, it's not the 50% mark, you know, where we do this. And they don't do it in the big leagues either. Not anymore. That's not the midway point. Um, And then we go to Tulsa for a quick three-gamer, and then we're right back home. So we're in a stretch of 18 of 21 at Riverfront. There you go. If you want to come see some wind surge baseball, this is your chance. Absolutely. And, and you know, the, and I know this is kind of a little bit off topic, but I think it's really cool. Do you remember what they actually did for the old All-Star game? It was actually – it was after – like the National had their champion, and then the American League had their champion. They would actually go against each other, and they did not like each other. This was way back in the day, huh. and they, yeah, they didn't. Well, like I've each always other at all. known it's not as much anymore, but I've known, you know, when we were younger, the AL and the NL, there was no interleague play, right? So they never, never liked played, each other. and they never, and they played, never each played each other each other except for the World Series. And a lot of guys' paths didn't cross that much, so there was a lot more animosity. And the other weird thing is. There used to be AL and NL umpires. Correct. Where now they're all together. Yeah, they're you all know, their and own they deal. Make, you could be in Kansas City today doing the Royals game and then in St. Louis a couple days from now doing a Cardinal game in the National League. Where that Back in the day, that never happened. Right. There was even a different style yeah. with umpires. They called different strike zones. Oh, totally. They had different... I, I don't want to say different rules. Sure. There was just, in, I guess, rule interpretations. Oh, it was a that little was bit was. different. Um, there were just a few things that were minorly different. I mean, obviously, it's still baseball. Sure. It wasn't like they rewrote the book. Yeah. But I, I still think it's crazy that that wasn't that long ago. 
Uh, and also, um, uh, I wanted to, uh, we had some fan uh, involvement uh, with the podcast, and uh, I guess we even got a question coming. We did. Uh, but uh, before we get to the question, I wanted to take uh, two cool, cool things that I've uh, experienced over this last uh, week. Um, while we were uh, in the in the series against the sod poodles, I, I ran into a, a father and son. That it was so cool. They're actually taking a minor league tour. Uh, they're originally from North Carolina. They drove and and visited several stadiums throughout the way. And Wichita was their last one before they started heading back. And so uh, it was really neat. They had like autograph signing books and things like that. And I just think that that like I never got to do that. That would be so much fun. Um, so I, that, that was. Uh, Chris and William uh, uh, Regenthal, and then there was another kid who uh, traveled uh, from, I believe, the Minnesota area, but yep. he was going through all of the Minnesota Twins. And had a and white T-shirt yes. made, you know, just a T-shirt you would buy at Walmart or whatever. Yes. And with a Sharpie, wrote Twins Tour. Yeah. Minneapolis and had a box. Yep. St. Paul had a box. Wichita had a box. box. And it was would check them off. As That's he right. Was going. I think that was really cool. And such really the, that is what this is all about. Mm-hmm. That is the coolest thing. And you know that kid's going to remember it forever. And, and I, it's really cool because as a, tw- as a Twins fan, three years ago, AAA was in Rochester, New York. Right. AA was in Pensacola, Florida. Oh. Single A was in Cedar Rapids. The other single A was in Fort Myers. So you would have... That'd logged have been a, three thousand miles. That'd have been a trip. It. Now, with Wichita, Cedar Rapids, St. Paul, Minneapolis, four of the five are right on I thirty five within eight hours. There you of go. Each other, other than Fort Myers. Yeah, you know, you still got that one tucked away with spring training complex and stuff way down in Florida. Right. But it is pretty neat now that you can knock out. A good bit of it, and if you're following a player, a Walner or a Spencer Steer or whoever, yeah. you could watch them go up through those cities. So I think it's pretty neat. I think that's comp- I think that's one of the coolest things in the world. I mean, you know that that kid is never going to forget that, right? But you you also don't realize that you have probably created a lifer, a baseball, baseball fan, fan for, for life yep. uh, when you do stuff like that. So I think that was like one of the coolest things for me to experience and yeah. to see things like that. So I love it. But we did get a question. This was a, a listener question uh, that he ended up uh, sending Tim. So what do you got? Yeah, Josiah Waldner. Josiah Waldner. I meant to say this in last podcast. Sure. So this is like two weeks, three weeks old now. Had a question for the podcast. Was wondering if you have any indication when Louis Varland gets promoted. Mm-hmm. And then what can Evan Sisk provide the Twins this year? Would like to hear our input. Okay. Um, so for Josiah, for Josiah Waldner, first off, thanks for the question. Yeah, thank you very much. Second off, please, for everybody else, feel free to message us on uh, WinSurge or Mr. Tim Grubbs, you know, yep. and I'll try to get the, you know, try to answer. For Varland... Uh, you know, there's got to be a spot. We talked about exactly, that earlier. Yeah. He certainly is deserving of it. Yes. Um, he's been five innings just about every start all year. He's amongst. He's like third in the league in ERA. He's tied for second in wins. He's amongst the league leaders in ERA, whip, um, batting average against. I assume he spends the rest of the year here unless Ooh. there's a lot of trades, um, unless there's a real big demand. Um, he is Minneapolis native. Yep. I would think they will try their best to not trade a guy like that, oh, being yeah. that he's from Minnesota, and how great of a storyline it will be next year 
um, if not earlier, mm-hmm. that when he makes his big league debut for his hometown team as a kid that grew up as a Twins fan. So, but I would imagine uh, he at some point, you know, I know he's excited because he's from St. Paul, right? Which is where their Triple A team is. So when he goes to St. Paul, he probably won't live in an apartment. He'll just go live at home. Yeah, exactly. He's not, there's no reason for him to have an apartment. No, and, and so he'll just sleep in his own bed when he does get his Triple A opportunity. But I make my um, prediction. It could possibly be later this year, but there I would think go. next year. I, I I I know you've been doing this forever, and you probably are going to have you're going to probably be more correct than I. You am. never know on this stuff because so but much can don't. change in a week. You know, with injuries yep. and and call ups and trades and etc that all of a sudden there's just a demand yep. and, and they may just say, you know what? I think he's ready now. I do too. There's no reason, but I do think that they're usually a little patient, especially with starting pitchers. Yep. Make sure he's got all the right seasoning. You never, you can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. Correct. So you never want to call a guy up and then have to kick him back down. Right. It happens from time to time. So you definitely want to make sure that the, that everything is ready to go when that's when you do make that major sure. move. Sure, and I, and I do. I think I think they may try to groom him uh, because they're in first place right now. I, and I know that. I, I mean, I I can see the guy. I know. I, I guess my opinion is yes, he is a major league talent for sure. Um, I could definitely see if they run, if they are anticipating a long playoff run. Um, I think they're going to try to get him into St. Paul, yeah. groom him there for as long as they can, and then hopefully have him in their back pocket going into postseason. Right. And then so. Evan Sisk, um, a lefty, mm-hmm. you know, if he pitches, continues to pitch well. Now, the one thing with a guy like Varland and Sisk, neither one of them are on the Major League 40-man roster. Um, I think both of them would need to be protected this winter at some point. So, but you don't want to necessarily put him on the forty man too early and have to protect him earlier than later. So, but I think Sisk being a lefty, yeah, um, there's not a lot of good lefty situational guys out of the pen. If Sisk is on a roll here and the Twins find that they need the need for that, their bullpen has been leaky, sure, at times this year. If there's been one downfall mm-hmm. to to a first place team at this point, it that might be the one problem and if, if they feel like Evan is ready he could be up in the big league sooner than later and in my opinion he may actually be up quicker than, than, than Varland. I would think he'd be quicker than Varland right because of just the because of these a lefty reliever. exactly he just and it's not that he's any better yeah it's just it's a different part yeah it's a different look <laughs> from a batter's perspective right it, 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 the ball breaks differently it's it's just little things like they're going to want to continue to develop Varland as a starter yes especially the fact that he has proven he gets you five innings every start. Yep. I mean, he's made 16 starts this year off the top of my head. He's been five or more, 15 of his, I mean, all but one of his starts. So that there's, yeah. there's a lot to be said with that. Ton, tons of potential. But, I mean, that's really fun to be able to say we're t- we've got two guys that we use or see on a regular basis in Wichita. And if you hear me and Tim talking about them, Get out there and see them because they may not be here. They may not be here that much longer. Much longer. So, uh, but like we were saying, we've got we do have a lot of other promotions that are coming up. Uh, this uh, well, we still got one this month here at the end of July, um, Saturday, July the thirtieth. Uh, we got Marvel or Marvel Superhero Nights. 
um, which we've already seen the the um, what Avenger jerseys that they we wore. We saw the Avenger ones earlier. This is right? Black Panther, and this is going to be a different jersey, yeah. is what I was going to say. But yeah, there it is. So yeah, so this is a different one. So uh, this one's pretty neat. Yeah, um, I'm kind of pumped know, for it. I think people will really like that one. Uh, we've got some other promotions, and there's some other ones I'm leaving out, of course. But yeah. uh, one that a lot of people are talking, at least I, uh, talking to me about personally, uh, Friday, August the 19th is going to be Star Wars Night. I uh, can't wait to see what those jerseys look like, uh, but head out to that one. And then also uh, there was an announcement over the last, uh, I think uh, maybe two weeks ago, uh, but Riverfront Stadium is going to have uh, their uh, a high school football game, uh, which we call in Wichita for the longest time, we call it the Holy War. Yeah. And that's uh, Cape and Mount Carmel against uh, Bishop Carroll. Uh, so that'll happen oct- October 7th uh, at Riverfront Stadium. So there's a lot of stuff that's going to happen. This is obviously after the season's done. And that's the first of probably many football games. That's what I was just um, getting ready to say. And, it, and I don't, I don't, I'm not breaking news, but if at the press conference, you know, last year we just had the one game. Yep. But Jordan Kobritz, our CEO, basically came right out and said, we're flipping the field of football when mm-hmm. baseball's over. Yep. And we're, this is the first. It's the only one on the docket. It's the only one that's on the schedule at this point. But if we're going to do the conversion, if Ben Hartman's going to do the work yep. to convert it to football, let's do a few more. Mm-hmm. So they're already talking to a few other schools about having additional games there. And let's just use that field exactly for football while the wind surge are not there. We'll have plenty of time to fix the field. Before opening day next year, I say that we'll have plenty of time. Ben yeah. Hartman will have plenty of time. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and he'll make the full conversion back to baseball before long. So I'm just excited about seeing it as a high school venue. Same. You know, we saw it as college football last year, and we may have another one of those coming up. But, um, you know, I'm excited to see it and, you know, see that place packed. Absolutely. And, and I mean, if you if you know, you know. But if you don't know, I mean, they whenever they were designing this stadium and this field and how they were going to do these things, they thought it, they thought so far ahead in advance. Oh, absolutely. To where the uprights already have a spot. They know exactly where they're going to go. This is not some willy-nilly thing that they're putting together. No, it and I saw, I did say that. somebody wrote, why are they playing a high school football game in a baseball stadium? This is not a baseball stadium. Yeah. This was a multi-purpose <laughs> facility, and eventually there'll be concerts. Yes, um, I think the reason why there hasn't been is it's just we look at the times that we're in. Yeah, and the there's c- just not that many concerts that are going on, and uh, we, but we, eventually there'll be a big concert in that in that facility. Yeah, and, we had one booked, uh, but yeah. that's when COVID hit, and, and so right. we're prepared for that. There, there's going to be a lot of cool things that go on, especially it's when coming. baseball. Yeah, it's getting ready. It's right around the corner. And you'll have a big band there. I'm yep. not say band, but you know, a big concert there at some point, and you'll get to see how that facility looks for that. Yeah, um, that's already mapped out on where the stage goes. And, and all that sort of stuff that they yeah. thought of that before the ball, before they even broke ground. Yep. So we got a lot of other stuff coming even after baseball season. Keep your eyes peeled for Riverfront Stadium. There's going to be a whole bunch of stuff that goes on. So again, uh, keep your eyes peeled at uh, on Facebook.com, which is uh, the Wichita Wind Surge. Uh, but you can also check out windsurge.com. That's also where the team store is. Check out all of the new items that come out and the old ones. The old ones are pretty cool. There's some uh, there's some Wichita Wrangler stuff. There's in there. There's some Wrangler uh-huh. stuff in there. There's some other stuff in there. Yep. So yeah. Definitely check it out. Thank you very much to Mr. Tim Grubbs. Uh, keep doing what you're doing. We love it when you have when we have you on. I get to have the coolest conversations I think I get to have uh, all week. So no, I, I always enjoy it. doing this. So this is fun. Thank you guys so much. Uh, keep your eyes peeled at Riverfront Stadium. Get out there. See your Wichita wind surge. And as always, surge up.